Hello everyone, welcome to the James L Podcast with me, James, and today we're going to be talking about every Premier League uh, completed transfer so far in the 2020 summer window. Uh, it is four days and just under 12 hours until the window shuts as I'm recording this, so obviously some big transfer news I expect to come in uh, today and over the next few days, um, and if there's any as I record this podcast, I'll let you know. First up, we're going to go for one or two about each team before we start. Uh, about every team, so it won't take too long. First up, Arsenal. They've brought in basically a few decent players. The main one being William from Chelsea from a free, for a free contract. Really good there. Didn't cost them anything, but the wages. Very good deal uh, for Arsenal. Adam Mikel Arteta has got an absolute bargain there. Next up, uh, with Arsenal as well, they brought in Gabriel uh, from Lille for £27 million for centre-back, uh, centre-back, right-back, I believe he is. Good player, definitely one to watch out for. £27 million, is that the right price? Probably in this market, yes. Uh, besides that, not much has really happened. They've also brought in Daniel Silabos, Silabos, I think, from Real Madrid alone, and Cedric Surrey's from Southampton for an undisclosed fee. Them two might make a few first-team games, but they're not big. Uh, Arsenal did lose Henrik Mkhitaryan. Uh, he's gone for an undisclosed fee to Roma. Obviously, he came to Arsenal from Man United as part of the Sanchez deal. Uh, besides that, nothing has really happened at Arsenal. They've mainly got a few players on loan, a few released. They sold Emilio Martinez from Aston Villa, to Aston Villa for £20 million, which I'll talk about a bit later. Aston Villa. This, so, they've brought in Ross Barkley. And that was announced yesterday. So, speaking from Chelsea uh, for a low deal. Apparently, I've heard rumour loft his cheek as well. Do I think it'll happen? Personally, no. I don't think Chelsea will send two centre-mids away. But, uh, to, especially to the same club, but it's one we'll have to watch our eyes out for. They're also a really good signing. Bertrand Traore from Leon, seventeen million. I think that's an absolute steal. Uh, I would have probably paid up to twenty eight, twenty nine million for him. He's a great player, and if he kicks on Aston Villa does well, it could be the start of something for him in the Premier League. They brought in Ollie Watkins from Brentford. Brentford last year, um, Championship side just missed out on getting promoted. They Lost it, but Ollie Watkins last year was brilliant for them. Twenty-eight million thinks a bit too much, but obviously he's high demand, and I can see why. And obviously, as we said before, Emilio Martinez from Arsenal for twenty million. Aston Villa, though, the big news for them is, and what I think they were focusing more on this year is they haven't lost James Grealish, Jack Grealish, sorry, Jack Grealish. <laughs> um, just they haven't really lost anyone. The only person. They lost his Russell McCormack and he was released and he's quite old. Uh, but they've done really well civil this year. I think they've had a great... On paper, they've had a great... Um, Chelsea window. Brighton Hove Albion, they've made a few signings this year. But the big one I'm going to talk about is Adam Lallana from Liverpool for a free. Absolutely steal there. He's a great player. Was he given the time? Under... Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool. Obviously, Liverpool have got a great sentiment now with Thiago, 
Wijnaldum, uh, Fabino, and obviously so many more. Um, but yeah, it's a shame he's gone, Admiral Lana, but he's very, very good. Uh, and I can't wait to see him in a Brighton shirt. But this year as well, Brighton Hove Albion have lost a few big players. Anthony Knockhart Knock has gone to Fulham for an undisclosed fee. I'm not really worried about that. Uh, Glenn Murray's gone to Watford on loan, and Shane Duffy's gone to Celtic on loan. But the big one I think we'll all agree on is Aaron Moy has gone to Shanghai. This one wasn't really reported much of the time or I, at the time it was done. I didn't see much of it, but he has gone for an undisclosed fee. I can't blame him personally uh, for going Brighton. I think this year are going to go down, but it's one of those things. And Aaron Moy, I think he could have stayed in the Premier League. But you know what? It's one of those things, and we'll hopefully see him back one day in the Premier League. We'll just never know. Burnley, they've brought a handful of players in. No one really have noticed. Um, they didn't really need to bring anyone in. They brought Connor Barrett, Barrett from Leicester in. Not, there's not Will Norris from Wolves, Dale Stevenson from Brighton. Not mainly. But they've, they've not lost many people. I've lost Ben Gibson from Norwich. He's got a loan. They've released Aaron Lennon, which trust I was surprised he was playing. And Joe Hart, obviously, he's gone to Tottenham um, as their backup keeper. And Jeff Hendrick, which is, I think, the big one. He's gone to Newcastle as well. Uh, next up is the team who splashed out the cash this year. And that is Chelsea. Whoa, the signings they have made. Unbelievable. First up, Thiago Silva for free from PSG. Personally, um, I wouldn't have signed him. I think he's a bit too old now. But it'll be good for the dressing room. Timo Werner for an undisclosed fee from Leipzig. If he can kick out in the Premier League. The other day he did score his first goal. So that'd be impressive for, the new, for his new club. So I'm happy to see what happens there. Uh, who else have they got? Hakim Zayic from Ajax, 36 million. So I would have paid up to 45 for him, so they've done quite well. Xavier Umbeye, I think you pronounce it, from Barcelona for an undisclosed fee. Don't know much about him. But the one I think they've paid a little bit too... I can see why they've paid it, but I've seen two figures for, floating around. Ben Chilwell from Leicester. They've paid... I've There's one here that says 45 million, one that says 50. Uh, I would have paid 45 for him. Nothing more. Uh, he's too. He's not young yet, and we'll see. Next up is Magalangasar from Nice for a free. Good sign in there. Um, Kai Havertz from Bayern Leverkusen for seventy one million. Now that is an absolute joke. I think I'd have paid up to sixty for sixty million for him. No more. He's a young guy. Yes, he's got a future. He's a quality player, but if he doesn't kick on that seventy one million, wasted. Uh, and then, obviously, they've brought in Mendy, the keeper from Rennes, for $22 million, which is a steal. That has been confirmed. Kepper, obviously, I can see he's not officially gone yet, but I can see him leaving in the next few days because I don't think... If not, he'll leave in January because I really want, think he will want first-team appearances. But they have lost a few players this year uh, of significance. Chelsea, as usual, a lot of loan deals, as Chelsea are known for this year. But they sold Avaro Morata from Atletico Madrid for £50 million. 
I think they've actually got more than he's worth there. Uh, William has gone to Arsenal for free. Pedro's gone to Roma for free. Besides that, they've got Michi Bashway alone again to Crystal Palace. Ross Barkley, who said four, has gone to Aston Villa. Zabakota has gone as well to Genoa. I think sorry about it. Alone. Chelsea, I think Chelsea's still one of the best transfer windows. And <clears throat> if, they cli- if they sign out a world-class centre-back, they will challenge for the title. Palace, it's a shame um, for them. They brought in Mitch Bashawai alone. They got EZ e- 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 from QPR for 90.5 million. Besides that, they haven't really... They've done Nathan Ferguson from West Brom in for free as well. Besides that, they've not done well. Um, Palace this year are going to struggle. But Everton, what a signing they have done in James Rodriguez from Real Madrid. £20 million, an absolute steal for the player. And obviously, they've signed Alan from Napoli, who's going to do well. Diori uh, from Watford of £20 million. And Nkude from Marseille for free, which is a good signing again. I think what will help them more is the fact that uh, Calvert-Lewis is now re-going, his confidence, he's scoring again. So, fair play, and I think he'll be like a new signing to them. They, do, they did lose Leighton Baines, though. He has sadly retired. Uh, I was a big fan of Leighton. Also, it's a shame. That he has gone. Morgan Schneiderlin, he's gone to Nice as well for an undisclosed fee. And Niasse, I think it's pronounced it, he has been released as well. And Stecklenburg has gone to Ajax on a free. Fulham, they've done some good signings. They brought in Luckman last night from RB Leipzig on a loan. Um, Araloa, you've got him from PSG on loan. Knockout, as I said before, he's coming. And Anton Robertson from Wigan for £2 million. Fulham, did they really lose a big? Not really. Alfie Mawson, they've given him a loan. Stephen Sessegnog has gone to Bristol City alone. Besides that, not much has happened. Leeds, they've done some great signings this year. With a big one for me being held a cluster from Wolves for £16 million. So he's probably worth up to 30 They brought in Charlie Adel Allen. From Linfield for an undisclosed fee. But the big one I think everyone agrees on is Rodrigo from Valencia. The fact that they got him, of all people, for £26 million to come to Leeds is is a brilliant move. Um, and they haven't really lost anyone either. They've got Jack Harrison, who's a part of their brilliant championship campaign last season. He has gone back to Leeds alone from Man City. So... Hopefully, he'll do well this, year's, this season. Leicester didn't really have to do anyone this year. They brought in uh, Timothy Kagster from Atlanta for £25 million. Um, Besides that, they haven't done much deals. They've lost no Ben Chilwell, uh, which is going to be big to the squad. Another person, the main people now from where they won that title left, is Jamie Vardy. And hopefully, Jamie this season will be having another party. And doing well. Liverpool now. Lost a few players this year. But they brought in three brilliant players. 
Jota from Wolves, 45 million. I probably would have paid up to 40 for him, not 45. But you know what? He was needed. Thiago for 20 million from Bayern Munich. What a signing he is. Wow. twenty. Yes, he's got coronavirus as we've just uh, as it was announced the other day. But 20 million is absolutely incredible. And Costanez, Tikimas from Olympiacos for 11.7 million. They did do some signings. Uh, they did bring out a lot of players on loan yesterday. Carrius, I believe one of the 23 keepers as well. And yeah, Hoover. Has, oh, Hoover's gone to Wolves for 9 million. And I believe they've gone, they got rid of somebody else. Which means uh, that potentially uh, we will see Preston Local uh, and... I've met him a few times, he's a good, I like to call him a mate. Uh, Mr. Ben Winters, uh, hopefully he will get a few games Liverpool. He started, he played against Man United the other day for them, which was really, really impressive. Um, why do I say Winters? He's Winterbottom. Ben Winterbottom, he's a great player, Ben. Uh, one for the future. I would say he's probably top five. Now, uh, keepers at Liverpool, including the ones who are loaned. So, Ben, good luck this year. And if you're listening to this, um, I hopefully catch up with you soon and good luck. Uh, they've also got rid of Adam Lallon and Nathaniel Klein's gone. Dejan Lovren has gone to St. Petersburg uh, for eleven, just under 11 million, which is good. Liverpool, I think, I've also heard them picking and selling Ryan Brewster. I've got Jotterin. Uh, and Origi, so I think he will go to somewhere like your West Brom, your Burnley's. Don't I think he'll want to go to Swansea, but unless Swansea offer him a lot of money, I can't really see that happening. I've also heard um, Harry Wilson possibly leaving. Can I see that happening? Uh, a little bit, but not really. And I also heard Harvey Elliott apparently is going to leave as well. Do I really see that happening? No, I think Harvey's a really good player. Man City, 410 million they spent on centre backs since Mr. Pep Guardiola's coming to the squad. They've made some big signings this year. Nathan Ake was the first one for 41 million from Bournemouth, and Ruben Diaz from Benfica recently for 62 million. Um, so, yeah, they brought in that striker Torres as well. So, City, they haven't done that well in signings besides centre-backs. They have lost a few players. Lucas Mimetcher, uh, ex-North End striker, came on loan to Preston a few years ago. Has now gone to Anderlecht alone. Claudio Bravo has been released. Otamendi's gone to Benfica for just under £14 million. Obviously, they lost uh, Leroy Sade for £45 million to Bayern Munich. And David Silva has gone to Real Sociedad as well. Man United, as it stands, have only got two people in. And that's uh, obviously Igalo's carried on on loan. It stayed on loan. They've extended that for a bit longer. And Donny van der Beek, van der Beek from Ajax for £40 million. The rumours yesterday that he... Um, that Asuma Dembele could be coming alone 
to Manchester United if they can't get Jadon Sancho. I think Sancho now, realistically, with four days to go, won't come. Um, but at the end of the day now, it's up to Man United. And we will see. If they don't send Sancho, but they get... Um, the belly is like, well, we failed, but we still got a quality player as well who's got experience. They lost, obviously, Alexis Sanchez. He's gone to Winter Milan. Tyf Chung has gone to Vernon Brenham alone. Cameron Brofwick Jackson's gone to Oldham on a free. Angel Gomez has been released. That is the one I was shocked about. Uh, I think he's got a future Man United. James Garner has gone to Watford on a loan deal. Uh, Joel Pereira has gone to Huddersfield on a loan deal as well. And Michael O'Hara has been released. Newcastle, they've done some great signings, mainly from Bournemouth this year, Ryan Fraser and Callum Wilson. Uh, Jamal Lewis has also come in with Hendrick and Mark Gisipe from Motherwell. They haven't really lost anyone this year, of notice. They mainly all be releases or loan deals. Uh, Jack Colback, cause that's their main one that's really gone, but nothing really, nothing really to worry about there. Sheffield United, I think they're going to struggle this year. Um, Oliver Burke from West Brom has come in. They've swapped him out for Callum Robinson. It's a shame that Callum Robinson's gone because I really do like him. He's a good player at North End. And sadly, it's gone. But one of the signings they have done well is Aaron Ramsdale. Obviously, they lost Dina Henderson as he's gone back to Man United. So to get a great player like him in is impressive. Who have you lost, though, Sheffield United? Not anyone of notice, really. Uh, Callum Robinson, though, I think he would have done well in the Premier League. Uh, with Sheffield United but obviously he's gone to West Brom now so, so we'll still get to see him in the Premier League and we did obviously see him score two goals against Chelsea the other night Southampton uh, the only real person they brought in this year is Kyle Walker-Peters from Tottenham for £12 million to replace Sorry as their right back no nothing really happened there but they have lost some big big players include the main one for me really, is Pierre-Emile Hoiberg from Tottenham for an undisclosed fee. He was a quality, quality player. The fact that he's gone um, is a shame. But they got Cam Walker-Peters in, so it's a good swap, I would call it. Tottenham, they've done some good deals there. Joe Hart's going for a free, I think, the other players he could have got. They've got Doherty from Wolves as well for about... 14.7 million, I believe, with add-ons. Sergio Regalion from Real Madrid for 21 million, which I think was a bit upsetting for Man United because they could have gone for him. But the big one I really am shocked about is Gareth Bale alone from Real Madrid. I think that's what they needed. The club seemed to be happy um, that he's back, but we'll obviously see what happens there. They have lost a few players. When Yama has left the club, uh, Yamatongan has gone as well, and Kyle Walker, Kyle Walker Peters. Not many left to go now, guys. West Brom is the big one. They lost Cal Robinson. They brought in Cal Robinson for the swap with Oliver Burke. But another one is Ivanovic from Zenit St. Petersburg. Really good player. Uh, glad that he's back in the Premier League and he's going to do well. As 
who they lost though, no one really have noticed. Uh, Colin Morton from Lincoln's gone. And obviously lost Oliver Burke. Besides that, they've not done. But <laughs> sorry, that's the <my> dog. <laughs> Bark at the postman. But the West Brom, the big sign that they made, has kicked off a big foot. It's Grady Diangane from West Ham. Uh, it just showed for me that West Ham have now given up. And it is a shame because apparently that's caused big problems at West Ham. Mark Noble even said he wasn't happy. When your main man, your captain, says he's not happy with the transfer, it's not good. But West Ham, they did bring in Thomas Surek from Slavia Prague for £15 million. No one really noticed. But they've lost some players. Zabaleta has got released. Uh, Carlos Sanchez has got released. Um, Jordan Hugel didn't really do much there. He left to go to Norwich for £5 million. Uh, besides that, and obviously Diego has gone. Besides that, not much has really happened. Wolves, though. The final team for today, I'm going to talk about, they have done some decent signings. They've got Hoover for Liverpool for £9 million. Uh, for B, Fabio Silva for Porto for £35 million. Marcel, Marcal from Lyon for £2 million. But they lost Diogo Jota, didn't they? For £45 million, uh, to Liverpool, which is also a shame. But you know what, this is football at the end of the day. Uh, and Jota, even though I don't think we'll get much, much game time at Liverpool, I think he'll come on every, I think he'll come majority of the games. But at the end of the day for me, I can't really see him kicking on and um, being a starting player. So, I believe Sky Sports have just announced today that Man United have considered four alternatives to Sancho. Um, which includes Luka Djokovic, Djokovic, apparently that's up to Real Madrid, and himself, Emilias, Emilia Saar, and Cavani, Edison Cavani, uh, and Dembele. To be honest, I really want Dembele to come, but doubt that will happen now, though. Um, Everton have bid £26 million for uh, Godfrey, Leicester have agreed a deal for Fafana, Spurs are in talk with Benfica over a player um, as well. And Ruben Loftus-Cheek could go out on loan. Daniel James, apparently there's rumours he will be leaving Man United on loan. Uh, and be doing a switch with Jadon Sancho. But apparently he wants to stay at Man United. And apparently Leeds have also put in a bid for him as well. Um, besides that, not much has really happened um, today. Apparently, Golo Kante uh, would be keen on moving to Man United. Uh, Rudiger has signed a contract extension with Chelsea, or he's going to sign a contract extension with Chelsea, even though Tottenham and West Ham would both like him. There were rumours that uh, Nateland Niles will be going to Old Trafford for Man United, but Arsenal and Man United have distanced themselves from that. So, obviously, 
Today we've got, as I record this, the Champions League draw at 4 o'clock. It's coming up to 12 o'clock now as I record this. Um, and I'm going, as a Man United fan, uh, we'll tell you who... I will tell you who is in the bots. Uh, every pot, one to four, and who personally I would like Man United to get. So, obviously, Man United this year are in. Oh, one second. Du, du, du. Man United are in pot two. So. Uh, second, so they could play one of the big teams from Pop One Bayern Munich, Juventus. They can't play Liverpool, uh, because it's the same country PSG, Porto, Real Madrid, Sevilla, and Zenit Petersburg. Obviously, United want Zenit Petersburg, they're a good team, or Porto as well. Wouldn't mind having in Pot Two Ajax, Atletico Madrid, Barcelona, Dortmund, Chelsea. City, United and Shakhtar Donetsk. Obviously, Chelsea, City and United can't play against Liverpool. So, Liverpool's chances are basically Ajax, Atlantico, Madrid, Barca, Dortmund or Shakhtar Donetsk. In pot three this year, we have United to play all these. Atlanta, Damino, Kiev, uh, Inter Zaloi. Uh, Lazio, Olympiakos, Leipzig, Leipzig, Salzburg, and a Russian team called Ransar. Never heard of them. And in pop four is Mönchengladbach, Rennes, Michelin, Marseille, Moscow, uh, Club Brugge, uh, Istanbul, Bekasrich from Turkey, and a, Hungrish, a team from Hungary called Federokcis. So no team can play in the same country as a United paired with Liverpool, which means we will be playing on separate days as well. So the first match will be on the 20, 20th to 21st of October. Uh, and the last one being match day 6 on the 8th to 9th of December. Hopefully I will be able to watch uh, at least one of the Old Trafford, one of the games Old Trafford, because I do love going to a Champions League game. Uh, and Europa League games, but it's one of those things. So personally, as a United fan, I'd be wanting uh, St. Petersburg. Obviously, we were in pot two. In pot three, I'd be probably wanting Salzburg or Atlanta. And then in pot four, uh, probably Russia, much and Gladbach. I do like much and Gladbach. Um, they have, I do have a little soft spot for them. So, it'd be nice to see them. So, everyone, thank you for listening to today's podcast with me, James. Uh, there'll be a new podcast coming out in a few days' time. Um, so, we'll see what happens there. Thank you all for listening. But before I do go, uh, I have been asked by some of you, to rate the Man United kits this year. So that is what. And the training kit especially. So that is what I'll do. Um, so. Man United. The home kit. Obviously we've all seen the kits this year. I'm not a fan of it personally. Uh, am I a fan of it? Let me have another look at it. 
I am. I would like a bit more black in there. On the key, I think the, if they had the black lines a bit bigger, a bit bolder, would be quite nice. But, and it is really nice kit. I wouldn't mind if I had it. But for £65 million, for £65 pounds plus um, putting your name on it, for me, if I were to put my name on it, I think it usually costs me extra. So if I go, let's say I wanted, I don't know, Bruno Fernandes on it. With the Premier League badge, it would cost me £85. Even with no badge on it, it cost me an extra £10 just to have a name on it. Personally, I think the prices for the kits these days are a joke. Uh, and the fact that that's happened, the people are actually paying that. Could be plastic all you want because I won't pay that much money. But I don't really see anything worth that. But the away kit, on the other hand, the grey one with a bit of black on it looks really nice. Especially on photos. Um, if I was going to get away a kit for my dad this year, it might be this. Um, it looks really nice and really fashionable. Uh, it is inspired by the Newton Heath, where my United used to play, what we used to be called. And it has like a hand-printed camouflage on it. Uh, and I do like it. But the kit that everyone wants me to talk about this year, especially, is that... Uh, we'll, we'll come back to the third kit. It's the Keeper kit. Everyone wants to talk about the third kit. We'll come back to the end. Anticipation. The Goalkeeper kit for my United this year... I like the away kit, the yellow and blue, that looks quite nice. But I don't, really don't like the homekeeper kit with, like a, I, I can't remember what colour that is. It's like an, you've got orange on the side panels. That's really, I really, doesn't, really don't like that. Um, I can't see what colour they're calling it, but United. I don't know what colour they're calling it, I'll say I can... Dark blue grey type thing. I really don't like the third the home kit for a keeper this year. That's just me. But the third kit for Man United finally is absolutely awful. It oh it looks like a zebra crossing. It is disgusting. The only person I've seen it look nice on is David Beckham. He can suit it. It's no it's not good for me. It's a bold it's a bold statement. Uh, slashes all over. And yeah, I really, really don't like it. It's not a kit for me. Um, they're saying, look quite cool if you're going out around the town or if you're showing your pride in the Stratford End. Personally, if I were to see someone that in town, I would just avoid them at all costs. I really, really, really don't like that kit. Um, I don't know if you look better in person or what, but for me, it is a really, really bad kit. And when I saw it leaked online, personally, I wasn't a fan of it. So, thank you all for listening for today's podcast. Um, I hope you all enjoyed it. Just over half an hour it's taken me to this podcast today to record it. So I hope you do all enjoy it um, and I'll hopefully see you soon with a new podcast where we will be hopefully talking about Man United 
hopefully signing some more good players. But I highly doubt that will happen. So anyway, I'll see you all soon. Look after yourselves and goodbye.